0: This is the Bryn Cooper Show, where we discover what's inside the deep, dark hole called your mouth. Are you ready? This episode, I'm going to be interviewing Steve, who is a current Invisalign patient, and he had traditional orthodontics when he was a teenager. So I feel like this is a very common route that adults in Invisalign follow. Having had traditional braces, and when people who are adults today had braces, really Invisalign wasn't an option. Lingual was very rare. And so now they have the option and they're kind of going for the invisible route. So Steve, say hello.
1: Hey everybody, how are you?
0: We're gonna start with some of the icebreakers. Okay. All right, so what is your favorite word?
1: Word. I don't think I'm supposed to say it on a podcast. That's cheating. <laughs> uh, indubitably.
0: Indubitably? I don't know. What sound or noise do you love?
1: My daughter's laugh.
0: That's pretty fun. What would you like to be after you're a lawyer?
1: After I'm a lawyer, hopefully I make enough money that I don't have to do anything else. And stuff being a lawyer but uh, if I had to do something else I would probably say a real estate uh, investor landlord that kind of route I really like watching those kind of shows and I like designing things looking at the way things are put together trying to take care of people and provide a good service so I think you know, yeah real estate investor would probably be the, the fallback from landlord from lawyer
0: do you have any favorite real estate podcasts?
1: I really like the Bigger Pockets guys. Um, they're super entertaining, and they've got really informative podcasts. Uh, I also listen to Joe Fairless. He has a uh, daily podcast. It's pretty informative. It's kind of a little shorter form, but it's nice because there's something every day to listen to. Uh, so those were probably my top two real estate investment podcasts.
0: All right, very cool. Why do you think you like those podcasts over others?
1: I like the variety of content it's not they're not bringing in the same people doing the same things every day especially on the bigger pockets because they're they're always interviewing someone new it's informative I'm not doing a lot of investment myself these days but uh, they do encourage it so that's that's nice to have someone encouraging you to think about it and what you would want to do and then they're like with the Joe Ferris one I like it just because he's relatively new to it or you know He's been doing it for a while, but he has something to talk about every day, which means that, you know, no matter how many episodes I listen to, I can generally listen to an episode that day and get something out of it. All right.
0: Now down to business. Let's talk about your first set of orthodontic. How old were you when you got the braces on?
1: I'm in my mid-30s now. Uh, I guess it was maybe 20, 24 years ago or so. Around seventh grade, when I got them on, and I think I got them off in about ninth grade.
0: Okay. Did everyone around you have orthodontics at the same time?
1: You know, I don't really remember everybody having it um, in the way that it seems so ubiquitous with kids today. Um, you know, or even with adults, it seems kind of ubiquitous. Uh, but I don't remember it being like a big deal. I don't remember it being made fun of or anything. So it must have been common enough that it wasn't a you know a shock or a you know something to, to pick on me about.
0: I know teenage years can be a little bit murky but is there anything about that process that stood out to you at
1: all? No I mean the, the braces themselves were not awful. I do remember like hygiene being a concern. I had a friend around the same age who did have braces and his hygiene was not great and he had like the gums kind of like intruding on it and breath you know his like his breath was smelly and things like that and that always concerned me, and so that was something that I was always like, oh my gosh, I've got a brush, I've got to take care of these things. That and, like, the uh, mold for impression. the impression material. Yeah, the impression material was, like, kind of traumatic for me. I've never really liked all that stuff in my mouth. And then when we did Invisalign, before you had your scanner... The same kind of thing, like we did the impression material and it was not pleasant, but with the new electric scanner that you have here at the orthodontics, it was so, you know, so pleasant in comparison. It was basically just like laying back and letting someone just kind of shine a light in your mind.
0: All right. What made you want to do Invisalign this time around?
1: Uh, my teeth were in pretty good shape. I, I thought they were in pretty good shape uh, after, you know, 20 years or so uh, post braces. I didn't really think anything of it. But um, I had a retainer that I've worn through probably most of one part of college. Um, I'm kind of a grinder, so I definitely like chewed through that thing in the night. should have followed up with my orthodontist to get a replacement retainer, but I obviously didn't. So my teeth started shifting. And I also noticed that like bite was becoming an issue. Like I was noticing that my my lower teeth and my upper teeth, especially in the very front, basically end on end that were contacting, which I'm pretty sure is not the right way for teeth to come together. My dad has kind of the same issue. He, the way he bites his front and, you know, front and lower teeth, they meet right, you know, on top of each other. And his teeth have basically kind of ground themselves flat over the years. So my concern was if I didn't do something about it, that I would end up with the same kind of teeth that he has and, you know, potential problems. And obviously it's, it's not horrific looking, but it's not great looking either. There's not a lot of, you know, Celebrities looking for ground out flat teeth.
0: Okay, with the Invisalign process What was it that you felt like you had to get used to? Uh,
1: Let me go back a little bit. I guess I should also answer your last question, which I didn't do Which was why did I choose Invisalign over braces, I guess?
0: Well at the time Steve chose his modality. I was offering metal braces clear braces and Invisalign the lingual braces was still kind of something I had thought about, but I had not really delved into. So when Steve and I discussed treatment, it was more between clear braces and Invisalign.
1: Yeah. So I definitely, I was leaning toward Invisalign because, well, for one, they're doing a huge marketing push. So it's kind of ever present in your mind. Um, if you watch any TV at all, you see it. Second, I'm going to, you know, I'm going working professional and I've got to interact with other adults. <clears throat> and yeah, there are adults in metal braces, but, they're the exception rather than the rule um, where it doesn't seem as out of the ordinary to be in a retainer to be in invisalign in particular if you can't really tell that they're wearing it worrying about what i'm doing with on a daily basis interacting with other professionals and and not wanting to feel like a teenager or middle schooler all over again invisalign was where i was leaning and then on top of that dr cooper told me you know we talked about like diet being a concern with metal braces I know that I had to modify my diet when I was in middle school, but one of the really big benefits for me is that you know I can pop the trays out. I can go eat my chips. I can you know I love crunchy foods. I can get away with a lot of the things that would be a major problem in braces, where I'd be popping off brackets constantly. I can pop those trays out, eat the crunchy food, rinse my mouth, you know, brush my teeth, pop the trays back in. And still be getting the same kind of results that I would get with the metal braces, but with kind of the lifestyle perks at the same time.
0: Awesome. So now, after having lived with Invisalign, do you feel like it was the right choice for you?
1: Yeah, no, it's, I think it's hands down the best choice. But you know, between this and metal braces, I wouldn't ever have gone back to metal braces. Sometimes it is a lot of work. You know, You do have to make sure that you're being conscientious about wearing them. Um, you know, I drink coffee in the morning, so I've got to tr- pop my trays out to drink my coffee because I don't want the trays turning purple or whatever color they turn with coffee, orange, brown. You know, I, I pop my trays out, I drink my coffee, I try to swish with some water or rinse, and then pop to try to you know make sure I get the trays back in so I get a little bit of time with those trays in before lunch, and I pop them out, make my lunch, and then rinse, and then pop them back in. So you do have to be conscientious about it. It's not the easiest thing in the world. I've definitely thrown away a tray or two on accident. Don't put them on places, like if you go to a fast food restaurant, don't put them on a tray. You're going to throw them away. I try to like wrap them up in a, like a napkin or something like that and pop them in my pocket so they're always handy. But yeah, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world, but I, I think compared to braces, it's hands down the best choice.
0: Does anyone else you know have braces or Invisalign or lingual braces?
1: I know one of my colleagues' husbands had clear braces. I can't say that I know anybody who else is doing Invisalign right now, but I know, like, I've known people with, with lingual, and you can barely tell that they're even, they are even have them, except for maybe some speech, you know, like a lisp or something like that. Having seen my colleagues' husbands, you know, my, my clear braces, I probably would have told them to go Invisalign if I had the opportunity to talk to him before he went and got that done, but... He got it done, and uh, I think he's happy with the result. So it, it seems like every you know everybody can find something that works for them. Maybe you know it may have been a price concern or something like that that he made that choice. But I think there's a lot of options, and people should consider all of them before they you know pull the trigger on any given modality.
0: Has the Invisalign treatment been what you expected?
1: It's probably a little more work than I expected. You know, do, having to be conscientious about it, having to you know pop them in and pop them out, and pop them in, and pop them out, can be a little bit of work. It's more, like more time. Like there's a lot of, you're, you know, braces are always working. You don't have to think about it, but Invisalign you do. And so to an extent in your thought process, it's in the front of your mind. Invisalign can be a little annoying. The buttons, like, you know, when you, when you get bonded, they put the buttons on your teeth to kind of give the, the trays a little more leverage to do their job. Um, has not always been a super pleasant issue, you know, super pleasant process. Um, you do have to sit in the chair for a bit. You do have to get the lip retractors out. It wasn't as evasive as the impression material. And so it wasn't, you know, a horribly uncomfortable experience. It just wasn't, you know, hanging out and having a good time.
0: Okay. Well, what did you think was going to be a big deal that maybe turned out to not be such a big deal?
1: I think I was more concerned about the way people might perceive me with Invisalign, um, I've done presentations. I've gone to like interview lunches. I've, you know, interacted with a lot lot of colleagues at work. And I would say in general, most of them don't even know that I have invisalign in where I felt very self-conscious about it, you know, for the first couple of weeks. So I mean, maybe like the hardest thing for me was like the mental barrier that someone's going to see it and someone's going to comment on it or think something about me, whatever that was. And it basically has been a non-issue.
0: Okay. So having this Invisalign treatment, has it been worth it?
1: Yeah, I think so. My bite has improved. I definitely have noticed a couple other things, like one of my teeth turned a little bit, and we've been working on that. But for the amount of, you know, it's not a huge amount of effort. Like I just said, you know, you do have to pay attention to things, but... It's not a harrowing experience. It's not wildly uncomfortable. Yes, like, you know, that first tray, you're a little uncomfortable. Pop a couple of ibuprofen broken or Tylenol. you know, X, whatever, for 12 hours, whatever it is. But beyond the, the mild discomfort and the, you know, the, having to be conscientious about it, it hasn't been a lot of work. And I've been really happy with feeling like my bite's moving into the right place and seeing my smile improve. Um, and knowing that at the end of the day, my teeth are going to be that much more healthy, that my bite's going to be healthier, that I'm not going to grind them down to dust, you know, as I get older, that's been really rewarding. And so I, I feel like it's a pretty good trade off. A little bit of effort, a little bit of time, a little bit of discomfort for, you know, the lifetime of my teeth is, is a good trade in my book.
0: Cool. What kinds of things in your family did they prioritize when they were looking at health? and doctor's appointments and things like that.
1: We definitely had our annual, biannual dental appointments. Pretty sure we had our physicals when I was in high school. As soon as it became my responsibility, I think that kind of fell off the bandwagon. But I definitely still took care of my teeth. We try to eat sort of well. Mom's a dietitian by training, so she definitely thinks about food. My dad thinks about food but for totally different reasons. I definitely think about food because I love it, but I also try to think of it from like a nutrition standpoint and I try to work out and get some activity in. So, you know, I try to be kind of all-inclusive in my health awareness, thinking about eating right and working out and taking care of myself.
0: How many times would you say you've taken antibiotics in your lifetime?
1: I'm not a big antibiotic taker. I can't say that I was super aware of it as a kid but maybe a half dozen, maybe as high as a dozen, but I don't feel like I've taken it a lot as an adult. I, when I get six, I don't go to the doctor and ask for antibiotics. So that's just not something I'm super asking for.
0: Would you say that you treat your mouth dental hygiene differently than you treat your overall health or going to see a medical doctor?
1: Arguably my dental hygiene has not always been the best. Like I'm not a great philosopher, but I've always been really good about my like brushing my teeth in the morning and night.
0: So how has your flossing changed from the time you started to come see us at People Orthodonics to now?
1: So I probably don't want to admit this, but I definitely was one of those guys who would floss like the two days before you we went to see the dentist so that when the dentist was poking around, it wasn't just bleeding everywhere, which is kind of gross. It's like straightening up right before someone walks into your office, or your home, like your room, right? You're throwing things in closets hoping that no one notices that the place is a mess, but they can probably figure it out as soon as they open the closet door. I've become more aware of my hygiene knowing that I've got to get those trays cleaned up, I've got to get my teeth cleaned up when I'm wearing them. Sometimes if I've been bad about it, the trays get gross and that's something I worry about. It harkens back to that time when I was wearing braces and my friend had those braces hygiene issues. and. I don't want that. I don't want to be grossing someone out when I'm talking to them and they're like, what is that? I try to be more aware. I try to brush regularly. I try to rinse regularly during the day when I don't have a toothbrush handy. And I do try to make sure that I'm flossing or doing something, you know, using a toothpick when I don't have anything available to make sure that I'm getting all this stuff out where the toothbrush might not do its full job.
0: Sure. And from a doctor's standpoint, Steve used to have a little more build-up when he would come in every 12 weeks or so. But I think he's been flossing maybe once or twice a week. And so it has been keeping it more clear, which has also been really encouraging to watch happen.
1: It's a little scary because you know that the doctor can Tell what you're doing, and instead of seeing someone on a you know twice a year basis, I'm seeing Dr. Cooper on a bi monthly or you know three every three month kind of basis, so there's a little more accountability there, which means I have to be a little better about it. I feel like you know, flossing helps make sure that there's not junk in between your teeth that that makes the trays fit a little bit better. It's not a huge difference, but it's there, and anything that makes the trays easier to pop in and out makes it that much easier to wear them.
0: Yeah, all right, so orthodontics is not necessarily a surgical procedure. It's also not just a scratch with a band-aid. How would you rank the invasiveness of orthodontic treatment in general when you go to the office and we're working in your mouth compared to what you feel like at like a physician's office versus a surgeon's office?
1: Yeah, it's not even close. It feels like a regular dentist appointment. I feel like going to the doctor for an annual checkup is more invasive than going to an orthodontist. How so? Well, as a guy, I worry about him palpating things and asking me to cough and all that stuff. And for some reason where someone working in my mouth is (laughs) less invasive than the alternative. So I just don't think that much of it. It's easy to just pop by and and know that someone's gonna just do their thing and I'm gonna be able to play back. And half the time I'm like half asleep while they're doing it, You pop my shades on and let them do their thing. And then half an hour later, if everything is okay, then I'm out the door.
0: So hypothetically, if you could go back in time and have Invisalign or clear trays available to you in middle school, would you have chosen to do the metal braces at that point?
1: Well, that's a really good question. I feel like it'd be a little bit of a toss-up. You know, knowing my middle school self, I probably wasn't the most responsible kid. I know that I've thrown away trays. Like I mentioned, I've thrown away trays as an adult, so that the chances are I would have thrown away more trays as a teenager. And it would have been like, you know, there is some responsibility on the teenager. You've got to make sure that you're wearing them during the school day, when you're away from your parents. But from a hygiene perspective, it seems a lot easier to keep my teeth clean. And so having, you know, friends with hygiene problems, it would have probably made me lean toward Invisalign. To know that I can take care of my teeth and keep them clean to eat the foods that I want to eat. I did a fair amount of sports. Not a lot, but, you know, I played sports in middle school and high school. One of the perks, I guess, of Invisalign is it, it almost feels like a mouth guard. Like, you've you've got a little bit of protection there. I took a soccer ball or two to the face at some point or other, and I'm pretty sure it didn't feel good when I got hit in the mouth with braces. And I played French horn as a middle schooler and high schooler. So smashing my lips into my mouthpiece, which were then mashed into my braces, wasn't always the most pleasant experience. You kind of got used to it. Um, But I definitely remember using wax and things like that on my braces to um, deal with some of the discomfort. And I feel like that would be less of an issue with Invisalign. There are some rough edges on the Invisalign trays sometimes that can irritate the inside of your gums. But a lot of times I've talked to Dr. Cooper and she's just like, you know, take a nail file or that edge off. So, you know, kind of considering the whole picture, I might be inclined to have gone with Invisalign because music and sports and trying to be interested in girls and dating and all that might have been an easier process than doing the metal braces. On the other hand, if everyone I know is in metal braces and we're all doing it together or maybe it's a bonding experience and so that's kind of something to keep in mind too.
0: Thanks Steve for coming in and talking to me today.
1: Yeah, it was a pleasure. Happy to be here.
0: Thanks for tuning into this show. We want to know what questions you have, or even if there's a specific situation you want me to take a look at and share with the audience. That could be fun. Direct message us on any social media platform or email us at contact at cooperorthodontics.com. Ready for next time.